Mesechta Soita Daf Chavav Amud Aleph, page twenty-six, side eight. So the Brayse continues. Muberes Chaveru Menekes Chaveroi Leishoyses Vleinoitlis Ksuba. If she was pregnant from his friend, or she was still nursing a baby that was born to his friend, and then. He died or divorced her, and then he married her. The Chachamim said that one should not marry a woman who is been pregnant from his from another person, or while she's still nursing a baby from that was born to her from another person, and should marry her. So, if that woman, if he warns, if he married her, and then he warns her not to go into seclusion, and she goes, also we say, they will not uh, drink. Um, he cannot give them the may uh, soita water to check them because they're not really permitted to, to be their wives. But also, the fact that they went into seclusion and they were warned not to go into seclusion by their husband is they will not take their kisuba. They forfeit their kisuba. Divrei Rabbi Meir. That's the Pim Rabbi Meir. Shohoi Rabbi Meir Oimer. For Rabbi Meir said, Lo yisa odom uberes chaveidu menekes chaveidu. That a person is not allowed to marry a woman who is pregnant at the time that she's still pregnant from her friend, from his friend, from another person, or she is still uh, nursing. The Chacham said that up till two years after the birth of the child, uh, you should not uh, get married. She is not to marry her. And if he gets married to her Yaitzi, he should uh, divorce her. He should give her a get. And he can never remarry her. And since she is prohibited upon him, and she is not fit to be his wife. That's why they won't drink. That's why in Shaisus. As we learned also in the Mishnah. But the Chachamim disagree. They say Yoytzi. That he has to divorce her in the meantime. Up till two years he should divorce her. Because after that she has Gi Lichnois. And when the time comes that he can bring her in after the two years in which the Chachamim Marry uh, instructed they should marry her. Then then he should marry her, and therefore she is still considered royal issues, and therefore he could uh, have her drink the mesoita uh, when she went into seclusion after he warned her not to go into seclusion. Uh, what is the din? Uh, and that's uh, you know also the opinion of Chum in our Mishnah. Arayve, that's a young uh, youngster, a uh, young man. Shenosa akora uzikena. If he marries a woman who can't have children, an akora uzikena, or an elder woman who is too old to have children, and he has no wife and children from beforehand, so he hasn't fulfilled yet. The mitzvah period of being fruitful, multiplying, being fruitful. Also, if she has been warned, uh, it was Makani to these wives that he married, according to this Kena, she will not drink and not take the ksuba because they are prohibited upon him since he is obligated 
in Piriviriviya, so we shouldn't be marrying women that cannot have any children. Rabbi Lezer says, these women are not considered to be prohibited upon him. Because he's still able to marry another woman and be fruitful and to multiply from the other woman. There's no problem with them. Let him marry somebody else. That's the opinion of Rabbi But one who gives a warning to his betrothed and to a woman that is waiting for him as a yabam to uh, marry her and after she uh, was brought in after they married uh, then she goes into seclusion that's after the marriage so then the din is either she drinks uh, the meseta or she won't take the Kisuba, because um, because she um, at that point she's a regular wife already uh, after the marriage and after she marries Yabun. So at that point uh, she is the wife, and that's why she needs to drink the mesoita to check her, or else uh, if she doesn't refuse, then she doesn't take the kisuba. Uberes. What happens if his wife was pregnant or she is also a nursing mother and he was mechanic or he warned her not to go into seclusion? So then, so although, even though through the drinking, the Khedish here is, even though through the drinking it's possible that maybe she'll die and then the child will die with her. So, we don't uh, care about that. She has to either drink the meisaita or not to take the ksuba. What happens? The uh, this bachor uh, who marries a, a woman who can't have children or an older woman, but he already has a wife and children, which means that he already. Fulfilled the mitzvah of Piri of So then, the din is, Oy Shaisa, Oy Subasa. Then she either drinks or she does not take the Kisuba. Because uh, that point is no problem in, in him marrying her, according to all opinions, uh, even according to the uh, Tanakama that disagreed with Rabbi Lazar, but in this case, uh, he's definitely allowed to marry this woman because he has another wife and he already fulfilled the mitzvah privilege. So therefore, she needs to drink or else she knows the tzedek su. A wife of a mamzer married to a mamzer. So that's a permissible union or veishis nosin le nosin or the wife of nosin to a nosin. Or veishis ger veavad meshukhrar and also the wife of a geir or from a slave that has been freed, uh, which a regular Israel is married to them, which is all halachically permissible. Uh, that's a regular um, uh, good uh, unions, uh, no problem. Or vailenis, or a islandis, um that he marries a, a, a woman who who can't have children, but he already has a wife and children. 
So all the, uh, these above mentioned is Oishaiso, either they drink or then it tells Ksubas. They don't take the Ksuba. Up to here is the Brice. So the Gemara says, Kotone Mihu. But we see, however, it's written the Brice that Islandis, that an Islandis will, uh, will drink. And we said before, to you to the Rab Nachman. Rab Nachman says before that since the Pasuk says Venixo Venizra Zora, that she has to be able to have children, so an islandist won't drink because she can't have any children. And she, by, def- by definition, she can't have any children, so she won't drink. So, how come Rab Nachman said that an islandist doesn't drink, and here it says, Fairish the Brahisi, that an islandist will drink? The Gemara answers, Omaloch Rab Nachman, Rab Nachman will answer you that no. This is actually a disagreement of Tanoim whether an island is drinks or not. So the Braise Taka that we brought down holds that an island is wood drink. But the Amrikai Tana. And I hold like this following Tana that even according to Rabelazar that says that uh, Rabelazar an island is would not drink uh, the Mesut. The Tanya. For we learned uh, in the Brayse, Rav Shimon Lozer Rav Shimon Lozer says, "Islandis loyshayisuv lenetelus ksubasa." The Lord tells you, "Islandis neither drinks, but she doesn't also take the ksuba." Shenemar, because the Torah says with regards to a woman that drinks the meisaito, the saito water, pasuk v'niksov v'nizrazora. That v'im loynit ma'isha v'toyri. If the woman is not been defiled, she's really pure. Then v'niksov v'nizrazora, so she shall have children. So we are expounding this to mean that it's only Mishadarkul Hazriya, one who is usually too uh, fit to have children. She's the one that would drink from the Mesaita Yotzozoi, but that includes the islandist Shain Darkul Hazriya, whose nature is not to have seed, uh, to give children. Like we learned before in the Drash Rabnachim Rabarabu. So that's why he holds like that, um, like that, like this Tana, and that's why he says that an islandist doesn't drink, and the Bryce evidently there's another Tana that disagrees in that. So the Gemara asks the Rabbonon, but the Rabbonon who holds that the islandist does drink, as we brought down before the Bryce, so what are they going to do with this Pasuk of Venixov and Israel Zora? If Shimon and Lozer learns from this Pasuk that doesn't drink, so what are they using this Pasuk for, to tell us? The Gemara says, the Rabbana needs this Pasuk for what we learned in another Braise, which regards to the woman who drinks my soita, it says, in the Pasuk of Venixov and Israel Zora, so it seems that the Torah is promising her that if she wasn't Tommy, then she will have children. If she was a barren woman beforehand, so then she would become now, uh, uh, she would be remembered and she would have children. That's the pain of Rabbi Kiva. Amar lay Rabbi Yishmael, so Rabbi Yishmael says to Rabbi Kiva, Imkain if so, Yisosruch kol ha'akodes. So then all the women who are barren, who can have children, they should go into seclusion from their husbands. V'yipagdu. And they will be remembered for this, through this promise. V'zuzoy, and a modest woman who is barren, a woman who can have children, who does not want to go into seclusion. Ha'il v'lenistro hifsidah. 
Is it just because she did not go into seclusion then she ends up losing losing out? Because she's following the rules and she's not going into seclusion. But Rabbi Shmuel holds him came at Talmud Leima v'Nixav in Israel Sarah. So what does the pasuk say that she will have seed? They should have children. So he says, no, we're not really talking about that. If she was a barren woman, she's all of a sudden going to be remembered. She's going to have children. But this is coming to tell us, if up to this point she would give birth and she would be very painful, but now from this point on she will start having children easily. And if she used to give birth to Nekevis, to uh, girls, now she'll still give birth to males. And likewise, if she would be giving birth to Ketzarim, to short ones, she will now give birth to long ones. Or if she would give birth to Shechorim, to dark ones, to black ones, white ones. So therefore, the Venix of an Israel Zera is not talking about that she's going to have, that she has to have children, but just talking about that they're going to be, uh, be easier and better for her. Further, we learned in the Braise, Aisha's mamzer, the mamzer, that the wife of a mamzer to mamzer is either she drinks or she doesn't take the kisuba. So the Gemara asks, Pshito, this is obvious that she will drink because they are married with permission. She's considered to be his wife for all matters. So what's the Kiddush? The Gemara answers, Mahu de Taima. I would say that maybe we should not give her to drink. Maybe. She is Tahir. And then through this giving to drink, we're going to permit it to her husband. But Apushe push. Maybe we should not make uh, increase in amongst the Jewish people those people who are disqualified. Because any child that comes from them is going to be a mamzer. So maybe she should be, be remain in a suffix of a sota, should be also to her husband. Kamash and that's why it says no, that she will drink, that since she is permissible upon him, she's called his wife, then you would give her to drink like any other woman. Further, we learn in the Braise that Aisha's is the wife of a ger, or from the one who was free, they're an islandist, either drink or you don't take the soup. It's obvious that the wife of a ger, the wife of a slave that was free, they would drink because they are married legitimately and she, they are considered to be the wives of their husband for every matter. What answers, you might have thought that we shouldn't give them to drink because it says at the beginning of the Pasha, and therefore we should learn from the word Bnei Yisrael that it means Mamish, Maybe it means not Gedim or slaves that are freed, that they would not give their wives to drink. That's why the Bryce is coming to teach us that, no, that their wives would drink. So the Gemara asks, but maybe actually say takas, or the Pasuk says, after all, maybe it's only by the Bnei Yisrael and not even a ger. The Gemara says, it says, it says, the extra word, that's an addition that's coming to include also the wives of the Gedim and the Vadim Shechorab that they would drink. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Eish is koyin shoysa chulu, that the wife of a koyin would drink, and she is permitted to her husband.
So the Gemara says, Pshita, it's obvious that the Aishas Koyim would drink. Uh, why should there be any difference between the wife of a Koyim and the wife of a Yisro? The Gemara answers, Mao, the Taima. You could have said that the portion of Saita is only said with regards to a Yid. Because since in the Parsha Saita it says, Vihi Loinisposa, meaning that she wasn't forced. Uh, and the Torah emphasizes he, that only this one is Asura uh, in a case when she wasn't forced. But if she was forced, you know, against the Wilmuteris, so then the Torah says she would be permitted. That if uh, the Torah said that if the husband warned her, and there's a suffix, if she was nitma, then she drinks. But vizoi, but that's only by Nashus Yisrael, who, if she was forced, she would be permitted. But the Aishas Koyin Hoyl Venispa Asura, but at Aishas Koyin, even if she was a grand steward will, she would still be Asur, because an Aishas Koyin Shinas Asur Labayla, Emelitishta. So maybe she shouldn't drink, maybe she should be Asur to her husband. Kamash Malon, that's why it's coming to teach us that she will drink. Further, we learn in the Mishnah that Aishas Koyin Shaisu Matas Labayla, the Mosipshita. Of course she'd be mutter to her husband because she drank and the water checked out that she was clean. But the answer is, Omer Abhuna, when it says the Chiddush is that she's mutter l'bayla b'misnavna. A woman who, after drinking the water, did not die, but she is starting to deteriorate. Meaning she becomes to deteriorate. Uh, so that you shouldn't say that she's osur, that she's proven to her husband because the water checked her out. And therefore she's still mutter. So it's not pshita. In that case, she's also mutter to her husband. But if she misnavna, she should be also to her husband because they bore a check to her and they proved to her that she's tummy. And the reason that she's not dying immediately, she has some schus. That is toilet. But how could you say she can live with her husband? With live with the coin? The one answers that when we're saying here, by misnavna, she's mutter. He's talking about that she wasn't misnavna in the intestines and in the uh, the thigh and the thighs like a seitoist but misnavna derechivorim. She's becoming interior by the other limbs, her head and the other limbs are diff- are heavy. So, and in this case, there is a chiddush uh, that she's muttered to the coin because Mao the tamer I would think this is definitely that she committed adultery, and that's why she's misnamed. And this, that the water did not check her in the usual way as water checks us in the intestines and the yirchayim, it's only, and only the other limbs, is mishum Because it wasn't a willful znos, but it was bainas. And at least for the Koyin, she's awesome, because the Aishas Koyin, who is Nanas, is Asura Labayla. Komash Malon, this is coming to teach us that the fact that she's Bisnamnas Derechevorim is not because she was Muzana Bainas, but it's just an altogether different sickness, and therefore she is Mutaris. She's Mutar, she's permissible to her husband. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Aishas Soris Shoisa, the wife of Soris, would drink. Zimashis Pshita. It's obvious that his wife of a Saita of Saris would drink. 
because it's a regular marriage for them. The Gemara answers, You might have said, because the Torah wrote, writes that the cost, the, the, the Koyan administers the oath to the woman, he says, that somebody who has been intimate with you besides your husband. So, uh, the Torah said that only your husband is uh, somebody who can be uh, intimate with you in a way of Sheikh but he doesn't have the ability, the um, the sorris, uh to do that. So therefore, it's Komashmal, and therefore, he's not in this in this laws Komashmal law, and that the pasuk uh, the the Mishnah teaches us that even the Asian sorris would drink. Furthermore, he learned in the Mishnah, uh, they call it ice mekanim, that the husband can warn his wife, even if. Uh, she goes to exclude to seclusion with one of her relatives, like her father or her brother, or any of the other uh, arais in the toilet. So when says pshita, of course that that would be considered a seclusion. So how does it change? It would change anything the fact that they're related, or it's the other arais. So what is why is the after the mission tells us this? Mesechta soita daf chovav amud Page twenty six, side B. So the Gemara answers, "Mahu detema." I would have said that since it's written in the Parsha Soita, "Nitma'a nitma'a shnepa'amim," two times. So therefore, and we expound these two verses: "Echod labal ve'echod laboyel." One of them that she is prohibited to her husband, and one that she is prohibited to the one who she had the relationship with. So then we might have thought <coughs> that the Torah says that when needs the when do we need to do the halach of Saita only in a situation that because of this Zunus she becomes prohibited on the one who she had the relationship with. But this case in which her husband warns her with one of the Arayas, which she's already prohibited regardless, since she is already prohibited and she's standing in that prohibition even before the relationship. A Malloy, I would say that she would not drink under these conditions. Kamash Malon, so that's why the uh, Mishnah is teaching us here that anything that the Pasik is uh, coming to prohibit her through this uh, relationship that uh, um, not only when she wasn't also, but even when she is also, like in the relatives arise, still we apply the laws of Saita and we would give her to drink the uh, Saita water. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that you can warn for all the arayas chutz min hakotten v'chulu, with the exception of a minor and one who is not uh, a man. The Gemara explains this that we excluded the cotton from being warned that the husband cannot warn his wife if she. Uh, hides or goes into seclusion with the minor. We learned this in the Pasik because it says Ish. 
says, She had an uh, intimate relation with an Ish. And I would say that that it's Dafke a uh, adult, a man, but not a minor. So the Gemara asks, when we learned second case in the Mishnah Vishayne Ish, if the wife had a relationship, uh, went into seclusion with somebody who's not a man, what is it coming to exclude? We already excluded a cotton. But what? Who else is in Ish? So the Gemara says, If we're going to say that we are coming to exclude a person who's a shachuf, meaning that his uh, his flesh has been sort of dried out and he has no power, uh, it's uh, like in the clawless of the Torah, we learn shachafas. Um, that's the kind of a person that we're excluding. How could you say that? That you could, uh, you could warn uh, not to go into seclusion with this person. And uh, he can also disqualify Betrumah if the Shachuf was one of the people uh, who are prohibited from entering into the Jewish community marrying, and then they has a relationship with a daughter of a Koyin, so he will disqualify her from eating Truma, as the Gemara will explain. But what do we see here? We see with that the husband can be Makana, his wife, when she goes into seclusion with a Shachuf. So that couldn't be the meaning of the Mishnah when it says, Ish. So now the Gemara uh, is going to uh, explain before uh, uh, explaining what any ish. What does Shmuel mean when he says that the shachuf mekanim al yodi? Uh, so the Gemara asks Shita, why should the husband not be able to be mekana? The Gemara says, Mahu the tema. Because I would say, because the parsha it says in the pasuk it says v'shochav ish oisha shichvas zora that they have an intimate relationship of shichvas zora v'holav barochihu, but the shochav is not one who is capable of that. So maybe the husband should not be able to be mekana kamash and That's why the Shmuel is telling you that you could be mekana through him. And later on, the Gemara will explain what is we learn out from the Pasik Shachvashikh Vazar. What is the Gemara is going to continue? What is the second meaning of what Shmuel said? That he would disqualify the Truma. So the Gemara asks Shita. That's obvious. I bas koyen who had a relationship with anyone who is possible, whether it's a goy or an avid slave or a cholol, disqualifying kuna and a nosin and a mamzer, so she is uh, disqualified from eating truma. So why are we mentioning over here a shachuf? Why so special? Why why is he saying Shmuel saying that a shachuf would disqualify it? The Gemara says mau the tema. Because you might have said, because that in the Psukim of the Koyin it says, The Pesach shouldn't desecrate his seed. So the Torah could have just said, 
what is lo yichalel? So we're learning from this, expounding it to mean two chilulim. Uh, one of them is that he desecrates the wife that he is mechalel, and she can no longer, she is the apostle of Truma, and also the children that are born from that relationship uh, would also become a chalel. So therefore, we can uh, think that maybe the Isla Zed al-Chalel, one who has seed, in other words, he can bring children to the world, would uh, desecrate, would make his, uh, the wife, the, the woman, he would make her Chalel, make her a Chalel. But but one who cannot bring children to the world like the Shachuf, he should not be able to be Mechalel, the uh, woman uh, from uh, from Kahuna through his relationship. That's why the Shmuel is teaching us that he would disqualify from the Kahuna. So now the Gemara goes back to explaining what is the meaning of the Mishnah, that one who is not a Ish, who is not a man, cannot be Mechana. So it doesn't mean a shachuf. We know a cotton. We already said, and a shachuf doesn't mean. So the Gemara But what is the ish coming? The Mishnah saying coming to exclude is It's coming to exclude that if the woman had a relationship with a guy, so then the husband cannot be mekan. Like the Gemara, the Gemara asks for Hamar of Amnuna. Amnuna says, "Oivet kichavim mekanen al yode upaisel betruma." Of course, Rav Hununa said that if it's a guy, you could make a kinu warning him, and he would disqualify betruma. So, what do we see here that the Baal can be mekanen's wife when she goes in seclusion with a guy, and we cannot say that that's what the Mishnah means when it says ain't ish. So now the Gemara is going to go into the words of Rav Amnuna before the Gemara says, "What is it?" Rav Amnuna says, "Mekan uh, al yodei." The Gemara says, "Pshita, why should not the husband be able to be mekana that she should not have a relationship with the guy?" And the Gemara answers, "Mao the tema." We would say because since the Torah says in the portion of Sotim Nitma Nitma Shtei two times, the one is Echad Labal Echad Laboyel. One of them is that she is prohibited to the husband, and the other one is that she is prohibited to the one who she had a relationship with. So then you might have thought when the Torah says uh, this condition, so that when do we have a Sotim when both of these conditions can be fulfilled? Hechad the Kometas Rabbanus where the um, this uh, relationship has brought about the prohibition to the boil with the person she had a relationship but in this case where the seclusion takes place with a guy so she's already prohibited she's that that prohibition is already existed beforehand so that's not accomplished now nitma so Mela, since we can apply the whole old halachas, so I would think that uh, without Rav Amnuna, we would think maybe we don't apply the laws of sight in this work. So Rav Amnuna comes to teach us no, that that's not a condition, and she uh, and he could be mekaner, and she would uh, have to drink the soita water. It does apply in, even in the case of the kidney was through a goy. So the Gemara now says, what is this that Rav Amnuna said about a goy 
that were faisal bitruma. So the Gemara, Pshita, that's obvious that a Baskoyan that had a relationship with a Goy would uh, prohibit her from eating Bitruma, just like all the other Psulim, as mentioned earlier. Anybody who's a Puzzle, who the woman has a relationship, disqualifies her from Kuna. So the Gemara says, Mahu the Tema, you might have said, Baskoyan Kisiyali Ish Zor, Tere says when she believes Zor, he betrumas hakadoshim loytoichel. He ended the pasuk. So that means that from this pasuk that the Tere says with regards to the kahuna, we learn that if the woman had a relationship with a zar, uh, meaning somebody who she's not allowed to, who zar to her is not allowed to have a union relationship, a marriage relationship. Uh, they would disqualify from Truma. As the Pasik says, he betruma sekadosh mletoichel. So from where, from this Pasik we can, uh, uh, learn out, we may have thought to learn out that the bar havi havoya, only somebody who is, uh, has a Kiddushin that can grab hold in it, which is a Jew who's in the laws of Kiddushin, uh, but the problem only thing is that he's apostle, uh, like a mamzer, not a cholol. So we see in in that case, uh, we don't have. She's not allowed to eat truma uh, through the relationship being intimate. He disqualifies her from truma. But the law, but one who is not within the uh, definitions of cannot do kiddushin because a goy or an evet, there's no kiddushin toifsin cannot grab all the kiddushin. So then it doesn't he does he won't lie, he won't disqualify her through their being having the relationship. Kamash Malon so that's what Abununa comes to teach us the possible that the guy does disqualify the woman uh, through their being intimate with Rabbi Yechanan from the words of Rabbi Yechanan. Oh Rabbi Yechanan from Rabbi Ishmael. Rabbi Yechanan said in the name of Rabbi Ishmael in Levit Kikhov Bevit that if they have a relationship with the uh, woman Kahanes or Yisrael, in either case they they would disqualify this woman from ever marrying a Koyan, meaning that they would become possible because it says in the Pasuk so uh, the pasuk says over there that if she was, if she is divorced or she was widowed, and then she doesn't have any children, so then she goes back to her father's home as her youth, and she again can eat from. So we see that if a daughter of a koyin is widowed or divorced, she goes back to her parents' house to eat with from. So we learn from these words that only when is almono gurusha mishi yeshla almonos v'gurushim ba. If she was married, when could she go back to the uh, father's house? If there is a law of almonos and gurushim, she can be widowed and divorced from him. 
That is every any Jew that there is a laws of almanus gedushin because there is kedushin that grab hold and therefore there can be almanus gedushin. But so that excludes the non-Jew and the Eved who don't have the laws of we don't divorce because there is no kedushin that grab hold in the first place. So therefore they. Cannot they 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 do disqualify the woman through their intimate relation with the kuna, and that's why we won't apply their melech because once it was a relationship like that. So in any event, the Gemara goes back now to explain what is the meaning of the Mishnah that one who is not a ish, he cannot be makana. So the Gemara says ve'el So who does the uh, Mishnah mean when it says that who one is not a man? Uh, you cannot be Makana. The Gemara says, Amra Papa. The Papa comes, says, Lemauti Behema, to exclude a Behema. So that if the woman goes into seclusion with an animal, so the husband cannot be Makana. The Enznus Behema. Because there is no a status of Zenus, uh, and a woman is not considered a Zaina through the uh, relationship with an animal, and she will not be prohibited on her husband. So the Gemara says, mi So Rava from Parzakio uh, said to Rabashi, From where do we know this matter that the Rabbanon said There's no znus uh, that we don't get the status of no doctor. So the answer is the Gemara says, "Dixiv leisovi esnan zoyno mechid kelav v'goimer." The Torah speaks about bringing the korbanos to the base hamikdash. The pasuk says, "You shall not bring a, uh, a matona that for a zoyno." The Esnan that you gave a Zoyna or the exchange of a Kelev to Hashem. There is Hashem Gam because they're abomination of Hashem, both of them. But Tanya, and we learned in the Braise that they expounded and they learned from the Posik, it says, Esnan Zoyna Mechil Kelev. The Esnan of the Zoyna and the exchange of the Kelev are also, but Esnan Kelev. Uh, if he gives actually the dog is the esnan is what he gives the zoyna. So if the person wants to uh, 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 tells the zoyna, he says that I will give you an esnan if you have a relationship with the caliph. So that's an esnan for the caliph. Or mechir zoyna. Uh, that he had a uh, shivcha who was a, a zaina, uh, and he exchanges her for a sheep. So motorim, they would be permissible, because it's only the asnan of the zaina who could kill her. The other way around would be permissible. Shenemar, because it says say in the end of the pasuk, kam shneim, both of them. So we learn out that shnayim v'leyarbo, that only two are prohibited, but not four. So we see that if there is an Esnan Kelev is permissible, so we see that a relationship with a Kelev is not considered a Znus, for had it been considered Znus, then the Esnan would have also been prohibited.
to be brought to the Mizbeach because it was uh, uh, an Esnan for his nose and uh, the same as the Zoyna. Okay, so now the Gemara goes back. According to Shmuel, that says that a woman who has gone in seclusion with a Shachuf, the husband can be Mekane. And the Gemara explained that the reason why Shmuel needed to say this, Allah is so we don't learn out from the possibility that the only time we would apply the laws of Saita is if it's she had in seclusion where she went into seclusion with somebody who is uh, able to uh, produce Shikhvazara. So but he says, the Gemara says, no, but no, he comes to teach us, no, that a Shachov would still be Mekana. So if so, Shechvazar al so why does the Pasik have to say that then? So why is the Pasik saying, what are we excluding? Because we're not excluding somebody who can't, uh, because we're including, we're saying that the Shachov is also, you can be Mekana. The Gemara says, We need it for what we learned in Abraisa, because it's written in the previous Pasik, uh, so he says this comes to exclude another matter in which the husband uh, warns her that she should not go into the seclusion but he's not talking about that she shouldn't have be intimate with the person through a but to talk to him and that's not considered to be a warning. The Gemara says, "My dover achar." What is this other matter that you say that it's not called kinui? The Gemara answers, "Amar Rab Sheishes." says, "Prot lishekina lo sheloiki darke." If he makes a warning in the unusual way, he warns her uh, that she shouldn't go uh, in with other person, not in the usual way of a relationship, but not. Uh, not in the usual way. We don't consider that to be a kinoi to uh, consider this woman a soiter. So the Gemara says, So Rava says, but if it's not in the usual way, so then uh, that should not make a difference because that would prohibit the woman just like in the usual way because it says, the Torah says, in a plural. Uh, to equate both the Shaloi Kedarka to the Kedarka. That in both cases she would be prohibited. So how could you say that we don't call that Kinui? The Gemara says, Elo. But rather what we're excluding the Ovarach is not Shaloi Kedarka. But Elo Marava, but Rava says, when the Pasuk says, it's coming to be Prat, That if he warned her by means of the limbs, that he says, the husband warns her not to go into seclusion, to be with the other person uh, by uh, closeness of the limbs, but he did not warn her for uh, uh, relation, being intimate with him. The Gemara says, So Abaye says, in that kind of uh, relationship, uh, that is... Uh, just uh, promiscuous, uh, just as alone. But does then the Torah prohibit the woman on her husband just through this promiscuous uh, kind of type of activity? It's just a princess. So the Kiruv Evarim definitely cannot be considered, would not constitute uh, uh, 
Akinui prohibition because it's it's just pritzus, but not not actually iser. The Gemara answers Ella when we see Dovar Achar Amar Abaye, but Abaye says when the Torah says V'shachem Yisraelu Shichvazera, we're excluding Prat L'Shekina Lo Benishika. Then if he excludes just the Nishika, that just being with the person, not fully uh, doing the act, but uh, just Nishika Saver, so that is come to exclude. So we understand why the Torah would need to exclude that it's not called the Kinui when he warns her with regards to Nishika Saver, that the meaning of Haro means the Yachnos of the Torah. But just Nishika, that doesn't constitute anything. So that's why the possible is coming to exclude Nishika. But the one who says that every time when the Torah talks about Haro, that means Nishika, so that is also considered to be a... Uh, a, a, a relationship. Michael Amemer. So why would the Torah exclude Kinui? Uh, that Nishika is considered to be like a Biyagamura, like a, th- a totally uh, relationship. Why would we exclude that? The Gemara answers, Really will tell you that Hitake was, Dabarachar means that what we're excluding is that he uh, was mechanic her by means of the limbs. And when Abaye asked the question, but we don't need a pasig because that's not definitely not called a kinui because that's only a pritzus, which would not prohibit her and her husband, and therefore warning about it would not make uh, her usher. So Mao the tema, but so why do we need to exclude that that it doesn't apply? So uh, the the din of soiter when it wasn't even usher, even if it was true. The one says Mao the tema, we can. We would have thought that the the uh, It depends on what the husband really cares. The pasuk says, So it means that it's what the husband is mekaneh. and the husband does care that she should not be lying with another person just by even close ivarim. Uh, so but the pasuk still needs to teach us since she does not become. Also, through this, that's not considered kinui, and that's why we don't. Because that's the possession sheikh vazora, but not kinui. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Yisa Adam, a person is better to marry um, 